This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com. Callum McSwiggan on Fubar Radio. Hello and welcome back to the Callum McSwiggan Show. Today I am joined by the absolutely lovely, lovely Michael Joseph Hardick. How are you doing? I'm really good. How about you? I'm amazing. It's wonderful to have you here, Michael. We've wanted to get you here for a little while now. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. I'm a fashion and lifestyle blogger on Instagram. Um, I work for a digital marketing agency doing influencer marketing. Um, and I'm a musical theatre performer. Amazing. And one of the the reasons that I wanted to get you here today was so that we could talk about being LGBT+, but also kind of being in the whole, in the fashion world. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think a lot of the time, although we think those two things go hand in hand, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time they don't Mm -hmm. as much as we would like them to. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, what has your experience been of that? Um, In London... It's been quite good, to be honest. It's more in my hometown. You, if you, even if you wear like a pink t-shirt, you're going to get looks from like fifty different people. Yeah. Um, but I've kind of grown to just ignore it and stuff. Uh, if you're, if you feel confident and happy in yourself, then normally you're not like uh, appearing nervous. You're not appearing caring about what they're saying or looking at. So yeah. Yeah, and I, I do. Do you ever find that um, when I, when I kind of look at fashion bloggers and that whole side of things, I it's it seems to often be really dominated by kind of your straight cisgender men. I don't know if that's something that you've ever encountered yourself. For me, I feel like even when I look on my profile sometimes, and when I've spoken to people, they don't actually know I'm gay. Uh, unless I say because on my profile when I'm like posing it comes across sometimes more masculine yeah um, it's difficult to like define the term if that makes sense yeah do, 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 and do you ever feel pressured to almost I guess play down the your your queer side I guess um, definitely not like but it's just I've noticed recently when just speaking to people when they meet me in person yeah. after like seeing me on Instagram for so many like months they're like oh like you're completely different to what I actually imagine you to be yeah so I'm really starting to talk more like stories and come across like showing my proper personality I don't want to come across as just this like face you know that just like poses in pictures there's much more about me I, 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 but I, I mean, I, I would disagree a little bit. I mean, I do think your personality does come across uh, on your Instagram, etc. Like, I don't think you're you're making it sound like you're incredibly wooden or something, and you're not. You you are full of personality, and that mm. does come through. So, thank you. Yeah, d- 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 don't talk yourself down, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think in t- I think my experience is that um, I've talked to a lot of fashion brands and stuff in the past, um, and you know they've invited me to work on campaigns and things, but. They're often almost reluctant to, I guess, let me be myself, like mm-hmm. we were just saying. And I find it's again, it's like, oh no, you're a LGBT blogger. You don't do fashion, and I yeah. and I find it frustrating that those two things can't kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Because when Pride Month rolls around every year, you know, you get all the fashion brands suddenly yeah. come out and they're like, okay, we want we want to support the gays now. We want to work with LGBT <laughs> plus people. We want to be diverse. We want to be representative. Yeah. But it does feel a lot like they kind of 
go back in the closet and disappear yeah. when it's when it's not Pride Month, when it's not yeah. that time of the year. Yeah, I really like when I work with brands, they let me pick uh, the clothes that I want to wear. That's I, nice. They don't send me just pieces. I choose what I want and I try and find the most eccentric items. Some brands, that's not really possible. We have just a generic amount of colours. But whenever there's, <laughs> whenever there's sequins, we'll, I will reach out for those sequins. Well, as you, yeah. yeah, you're wearing you're wearing a lovely a lovely denim jacket with From sequins ASOS. on it, and it's got I, I, what do we call this? Frills, lovely yeah. fr- little fringe, yeah, little, little rainbow fringe, fringe there. Vibes. Yeah, it's very nice. And also, <laughs> I think the first time I met you, Michael, you were you were wearing a lovely mesh top with your <laughs> full body exposed, which is which is always what we like to see. <laughs> <laughs> where, where where would you like to um you know if we were to make the fashion industry a little bit more if, if we were to make it more inclusive if we were to you know make it better where, what do you think we should do um definitely add sequins to all menswear <laughs> ranges I, I honestly i get looks sometimes when i when i go to like pr events and i'm like we need more sequins and they're like oh maybe for like the party range at christmas mm. and i'm like no all year round like um, I feel like more men now want to express themselves, depend to whatever their sexuality. Like things are becoming more cool now. You don't have to always just be so like monochrome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do agree. Actually, I remember around um, just before New Year, I was out and I was shopping for like a New Year outfit, mm. and I wanted something really glittery and sparkly. And the women's sections were full <laughs> of that for New Year. Yeah. It was all glitter, all sparkle, all your golds, all your silvers, all of that. And then yeah. you would go into the men's and I would often find it be very grey and like you said, monochrome, just black and white. And I don't understand why. And, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's just not the demand for it. Maybe yeah. if they put that out, people wouldn't buy it. Let's try it. And then we'll see. And and how do you and what do you think about um, gender roles and the kind of boxes that we're often put into? Mm. Um. In terms of that, like, I just feel like everyone's themselves, if that makes sense. Mm. In this day and age, just kind of that kind of thing just needs to like go away. Yeah. Um. I definitely we're moving towards a more positive um, environment. Um. Not just with like LGBT, but also with like mental health. More conversations are opening up. Um, which is great thanks to social media there's positives and negatives I think of social media but I think that's definitely a positive like people are talking about important things that normally used to be taboo used to be things that like you didn't speak about yeah Um, and I'm definitely someone who wants to speak about really personal subjects and stuff because I think it will help others yeah well I well I know mental health is something that you are really really passionate Mm -hmm. about yourself and you want to share Mm -hmm. more of online yeah um, do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I have post-traumatic stress disorder um, from being sexually abused when I was a teenager and when I was much younger. It's not something that ever goes away, but I've literally learned to just live my life. I don't mm. want to ever miss anything. I don't like there was a time when I would like miss events. I would miss important things with like friends and things, and um eventually i was just like why am i like doing this so had some counseling got some help i think that's really important like that's with social media making a conversation doesn't have to be a counselor it could just be people online that you're talking to about it and you're helping them but you're also helping yourself so that's really helped me anyway and have you um had when when you posted about this online mm-hmm. have you had like people how have people what's the response been like um really positive I've had people reach out and say like i'm really like proud of you for what you're doing and then they say about their issues um and i try to like respond i try to not speak as if i know what they're going through because there are so many different like mental health issues and 
and I'm not like a professional. Yeah. I only know really about mine, to be honest. And my mum has bipolar. So, yeah, I just try and like give them all the advice that they need. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's a really interesting and important distinction you make there where you point out that you aren't a professional. No. You know, I think there are, there are a lot of people with very, very good intentions online who mm. go online and they talk about mental health. But, you know, I think always having that disclaimer there yeah. to say, look, I can talk about my experiences and hopefully that'll be helpful to mm. you. But I can't, like you say, I can't give you professional advice. So, mm. you know, if anyone is out there and they do need that help, mm. they should, you know, we should be signposting them to the support services they yeah. need. I mean, like you got yeah. for yourself. Yeah, and there's so many. Um, I'm not going to, like, raise awareness to any because there's hundreds, but there's, like, students, sometimes they take the whole day to, like, be on phones, mm. and you call them, and, like, this is normal if you're, like, really struggling, if that makes sense. And I've, I've, I've been in that position. I've been in a position last year. My dad got prostate cancer. My degree was falling apart. My life was falling apart, and obviously with stress, that makes my symptoms much worse mm. um, and I did take one call and then I managed to get the help that I needed to get myself back on track last year so yeah. it, was it scary to take those kind of first steps no I think at the time um, I needed to yeah and there were friends who were like you need to like speak to people about this and not just friends like you, there are times eventually when you do actually need like professional help yeah so yeah don't be ashamed of that you yeah know, 100 everyone, everyone slips sometimes in life <laughs> and was there a specific moment as well that you decided that you know that you wanted to talk to your audience about this um you know was it something that you he held back was it something that you kept from them at first or was it something that you were always like you know i want to be upfront and i want to talk about this because it's important to me yeah, no, I've always been upfront. Um, as I said, subjects like sexual abuse and mental health, they shouldn't be taboo subjects. A long time ago, I used to speak to people and they'd be so shocked that I'm talking about such controversial, in their opinion, um, subjects and being yeah. like, how, how could you be talking about this in public? Like, no one needs to know about this. And like now, in like a few years now, I feel like we've all really like grown to like talk about things um obviously like the me too movement has yeah. been going on which is huge and like allegations like people have come forward about past sexual abuses and i, I, I it's amazing to be mm. honest that like people have the confidence now to be able to talk about that kind of stuff yeah I, th I think it's a real shame as well that people would kind of you know try and silence people when they yeah. try to talk about these things and i think that says more about you know that's that's those people and their yeah. discomfort you know mm -hmm. about talking about these things and i think they should go away and almost have a conversation with themselves and yeah. say you know why what what makes me uncomfortable about mm -hmm. this um, because like like you say i think talking about it is so 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 important and the more people who come out and talk about these things you know the more there are other people out there who are, are afraid to talk about it themselves mm -hmm. and if they just see you know maybe even just one person maybe a friend yeah. maybe whoever shows it's okay because it is okay of course yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely well michael it is an absolute pleasure to have you here <laughs> today you. um we've got loads and loads of fun coming on the show today we're going to be playing a little bit of porn or not porn later on Ooh, i don't yes. know if you've been briefed on that one michael a little <laughs> and we are also going to be reacting to our lovely listeners sex confessions later on so if you are listening you can email your sex confessions into callum at foobarradio.com and that is completely anonymous so give us your best or your worst whichever way you look at it uh shall we have some music yeah, definitely. All right, this is a little bit of Beautiful by Kush.
Michael, are you ready for a game? Yeah. We are going to play Pawn or Not Pawn. This is everyone's favourite game. If you are a new listener and you do not know how this game works, in front of me here I have five different sound bites. Some of these have been taken from Pawn and some of them have been taken from Not Pawn. And we... Apparently, your favourite brand is Twister Tail. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's where I got all my sequin blazers from. Oh, nice. Well, I'll have to look them up. Are Mm -hmm. you wearing Twister Tailor now? I'm not wearing ASOS. Oh, you you let them down. We love ASOS, though. (laughs) We love ASOS. We love ASOS. (laughs) Well, because of that, we have done a Twister-themed porn or not porn this week. So, Mm. uh, also, I do not know the answers either, Michael. We are a team on this. Mm. Um, So, some of these have been taken from porn, and some of them are Twister themed. I'm going to guess like the adverts. Do you remember mm-hmm. those old adverts mm-hmm. in the 90s for Twister? I'm mm-hmm. kind of guessing that's mm-hmm. where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Oh. <laughs> you look nervous. Yeah, games make me nervous. We'll, 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 we'll do it together. <laughs> we'll do it together. It's fine. Um, are you ready for your first one? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Mm. I mean, I have made both of those noises um, <laughs> during sex before, um, also during Twister. So you know, it could, it could go either way. Have you ever have you ever played Twister? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I used to. Well, I did dance, and I was very flexible, so I, I did well at that game. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Not anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I, w- I once went to a house party. Um, th- th- this is a- this is actually in my book, which has not yet been published. But th- I actually talk about this in my book. I once went to a house party where they were playing Naked Twister, but there was like there was like ten people involved. I would love to do that. It was I'm a lot of fun. Oh, but you played it. You got involved. But yeah, but there was a lot of like things in in faces and and oh, wow. it, it was it was good it was a good time it but was an it was a lot <laughs> should we listen to that again yeah okay here we go yeah. ah. mm. i i don't something is telling me i feel like the obvious answer is twister mm. but something is telling me porn yeah i think i'm gonna go with porn do you think so as yeah. well yeah, yeah, I think it's. I feel like maybe this is some kind of BDSM porn, or yeah, like, yeah, being like tortured or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a, a nice little bit of torture. Dick shoved in the hole really hard. D- dick you shoved know, in a hole like really hard. <laughs> 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 you know, not to beat around the bush. Okay, <laughs> we we are saying that this is porn. Final answer. Scores on the doors, and it is taken from a game of Painful Twister. This is not porn. Oh. Um, the players must. The players must stand on whipped cream boiled eggs kidney beans and drawing pins how is that uh, twister i don't I'm understand sorry, drawing pin sounds absolutely uh, awful <laughs> I don't, uh, so i'm guessing they're like on the do we have a video or something of this no. <laughs> i'm guessing it's we've got the twister mat and then those things are so it's like red hand right hand red and then there's drawing pins on it Oh, God. Oh, it sounds like a I, lot. I wonder if the game did well. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm being told that's exactly how it works. Yeah, amazing. Um, I, I fancy a go. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of the drawing pins. <laughs> Everything else I'll take. Yeah, it's you're fine. In, you're in. Yeah. Okay, we'll do, we'll do it without the drawing pins later. <laughs> All right, are you ready for your next one, Michael? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Things are going to start heating up around here. Things are going to start heating up around here. Hmm... What are you thinking? I can see the cogs working away in there. I think it's Twister again. Do you? Yeah. Things are going to start heating up around here. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm leaning towards porn again. It sounds too casual. 
to be porn. Yeah, to be porn. Yeah, I know what you Unless mean. Unless he's bad. He's a, he's a bad porn <laughs> actor. <laughs> Which is most of them. Yeah. I mean, there are some very oh, talented porn actors. Yeah, but I like, click off. <laughs> I, I, I kind of think that, the, um, that bad porn acting sometimes can... Um, contribute to it mm-hmm. you know I think I, I, I quite enjoy the bad acting mm-hmm. you know I, I click in I'm like mm-hmm. okay yeah but this is part of it you know <laughs> let's hear that again things are going to start heating up around you I, I would be inclined to be, to go with you actually and say that this is Twister uh-huh. yeah yeah you, shall we say that yeah let's do it okay we are saying that this is not porn and we are saying that this is a game of Twister of some description this is not porn. Um, this is taken from the Flaming Jenga episode of Extreme Board Games. Um, the Jenga tower is doused in lighter fluid, fluid before being ignited. Oh, my God. What? That is... Uh, I mean, there's extreme board games and there's, you know, third-degree burns. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a great deal of yeah. fun, if I'm honest. Yeah, these are all, like, very painful games. Yeah, so have I got... Th- so <laughs> these are not all Twister. They're board games and other fun games. Okay, got it. I explained the rules wrong. Um, classic me. One for the bedroom. I think <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would you play Flaming Jenga? No. No. No, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not crazy. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I, I would I would play the um the painful twister, but I'm I'm not yeah. sure I would go in for flaming Jenga. Yeah, no. Should we have our <laughs> next one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, those are those are such porn voices. It's that like LA. No, you not you don't think so. I still think it's a game. Do you? Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, they, 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 I can like just her turn for Twister, but then I might be thinking it's too obvious. I mm. think that's too. I think that's too obvious. Mm. I think she's like, is it my turn? It's for, an orgy. Uh, yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean though yeah. about the like stereotypical porn voices? Yeah. I feel like if I went onto like Pornhub right now and clicked yeah. into any video, I would yeah. hear a voice just like that one. Yeah. Let's go for it. Let's go for porn. Yeah. Okay. We are saying. This is porn. Final answer. Final answer. This is indeed <gasps> porn. See, I know, I know Thank my you, porn Callum. voices. I know my porn voices. I bet you do. <laughs> this is taken from Devil's Film Swingers play wife sharing Twister. So it's still twi- Twister. Twister is in there. I got a board game vibe. Yeah. What? How do we play wife sharing Twister? So like. <laughs> I, d- I don't even know where to begin with that. It sounds like fun. Wish I was invited. Not not with women, but... <laughs> Should we do our next one? Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. All right, boys, let's see who first. Porn, I think. Porn? Yeah, Dominant Daddy. What did what did he say? Did you hear what he said? Let's see who's first. Is that what he said? Yeah. All right, boys, let's see who first. Oh, uh, like yeah. Australian... I mm. I know I just said this about the last one, but I I feel like I actually specifically recognise this guy's voice now. Oh. Like, I've actually got a guy's face in my mind. For porn? For porn. Okay. I genuinely feel like I might have actually watched this. Oh, God. Okay. I, I really do. I might be wrong, but I feel like I've actually seen this. Um, and it's going to... It's Yeah, it's going to be some, like, extreme fetish or something. <laughs> um, I really think this is porn. Yeah. I'm not going to twist your arm. No, I'm thinking porn as well. You're thinking porn as well. Let's hear it one more. Dominant daddy. That is the truth. Oh, you sound so sweet when you say that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's hear it one more time. All right, boys, let's see who first. Yeah, it has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. 
I hope so. I really <laughs> hope so. <laughs> oh no, what if it's like really sweet and innocent now and this yeah, is literally just a, a dad family ga- it's a family game playing Twister with, with his children kids, yeah. and I've made it disgusting. Yeah, your oh. fault, it'll be on you. I mean, I'm still going to say porn. We're yeah. saying porn, final answer. Final answer. <gasps> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this is not porn. Maybe he was in the advert for the Twister, but he's also been in some porn. Maybe, you, you bit, of both. Just, bit, bit of both. Bit of a spiel there. Um, so from this one this is also taken from a game of deadly twister um and in this one the players must stand on mouse traps lit candles and tinned spaghetti i'm out i'll have the spaghetti and, oh. that, and that's it have you ever had a mouse trap like close on your finger or your toe or anything no it's been like a fear of mine since i was a little kid yeah. i just i don't know how much it hurts but i feel like it hurts a lot yeah, i'm not fucking with that shit <laughs> I, I'd be in for a game. I would be in for a round, I reckon. Um, I really want to see these videos now. I feel like you found these in like a very dark corner of the yeah, internet. Yeah, dark corner of the internet. A few hours of like searching and yeah. boom. With, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's all research though, so it's fine. <laughs> okay, we, how, what are we doing for scores? I feel, uh, what did we get? I think we're doing quite well. We got well. three out of four, I feel, think, maybe. One out of three, you're telling me. We only oh. got one right. Are you telling me we only got one, one right? Four. We got one out of I four. I thought we got right. two. Oh, we're doing awfully. Oh. Oh. Let, okay. Letting us down. It's me that's letting us down, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> All right, let's have our final one. Throw the slingshot. What? What did he Throw say? Throw the slingshot. Throw the slingshot? Throw the slingshot. Sledge on? Sledge Throw the sludge on. Oh, throw the sludge on? Like, yeah, add when, sludge? Yeah. Why could nobody just play, t- like, a regular Twister? <laughs> you know, just a normal game of Twister. Why do we have to add mouse traps and... Sledges. <laughs> sledges or sludges or whatever it is. Throw the sludge on. <sighs> I can hear someone fapping in the background, I swear. <laughs> I swear I can hear that sound in the okay. background. L- listen very carefully, listeners. Throw the sludge on. I, hear, I hear I the fapping. Hear I yeah, hear the I'm fapping. Going porn. Well, but it could also be like you, something else might be making that noise during Twister. I don't know. Yeah, porn. Yeah. You think porn? Yeah. Why are we throwing sludge on them in porn? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Why anything? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we we we're, we're gonna say porn. Final answer. Final answer. Oh, this God. is not porn. Shows you got such a dirty mind. Slightest <laughs> like sound. We're like it's porn. It's, they're wanking. Hands down. Uh, this is taken from Slippery Twister, um, and the sludge is made of liquid oh. soap. Sludge, not sludge. sledge. Sludge. Sludge. That guy needs to work on his, um, yeah, speaking. Um, our, <laughs> our lovely producers are telling us that we got two out of five right, Michael. I think that's all right. Um, which puts you, like, right at the bottom of the totem okay. pole in terms oh. of success at this game. I'm blaming <laughs> no, it all on no, you. We've, we've had people get zero right, and, oh, okay. and it's usually me that steers them wrong, like I did yeah, here. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not your fault. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have a little bit more music? Definitely. Okay, this is A Little Bit of Girls You Rule by Pragya Pallavi. We are now joined by the absolutely lovely, the stunning Carmen Liu. How are you doing? Hi, I'm very good, thank you. Is this Carmen? It is, it is. And I'm joined in the studio as well by the lovely Michael. Hey, Carmen. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm good. How about you? 
I am wonderful, thank you. <laughs> Carmen, it's amazing to have you on the show. And I, I want to dive right in and talk about all the amazing work that you're doing. I've been, I've been reading about um, your lingerie line today, and I just think it's absolutely incredible. Do you want to tell our lovely listeners a little bit about um, how you got started and what it is that you've actually created? Definitely. So I am a transgender woman. So four years ago, I was male. And um, when I transitioned, uh, the first product that I searched for was transgender lingerie to obviously hide my male parts down below to appear as a female body. And when I was Googling online, I actually couldn't find anything. So last July, I actually began the journey of creating my own lingerie for trans women. And on the 28th of February, we had our first runway and we launched the company. And we actually sold out in three days around the world. Wow. I think, I, yeah. I, I mean, that's absolutely amazing. And it shows that there is a massive need oh, for it. Oh, high demand. So, so high. And I, and I guess you realised that because you, you needed and wanted it yourself. And you, when you, you, know, you looked around and there was nothing. So you were like, okay, let's, let's yeah, do this. Yeah, I mean, it's really strange. I mean, obviously, you, you, you Google something and normally you're met with thousands of different products. But there yeah. literally was nothing. It was just so bizarre. And just from the beginning of my transition, I just felt, I just felt so let down. Yeah. I just wasn't excited. Well, obviously I was excited, but, you know, I just thought, oh, no, is it going to be like so many hurdles along this journey? Yeah, I feel, and I feel like, you know, coming out as, transi- as, as transgender and transitioning and all the right, there, there are so many um, barriers and things to overcome. And I think, you know, mm. myself as a, as a cis man, you know, it never would yeah. have occurred to me that there was a need for that. So, you know, I think it takes exactly. a transgender person to step up and say, no, look, we, we need this thing. So I'm going to create it. Mm. That is my exact same wording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stealing your lines. Steal my lines. Yeah, so I mean, for me, I, I do feel like a lot of the products that we are releasing, which uh, you're unaware of, they do have to come from within because unless you're living the life, you don't necessarily know what we don't have or what we do have mm-hmm. because, you know, I just assumed lingerie, which is a kind of a basic product, yeah. it would be there, but it, it's just not, it's just not there. Yeah, and I, I feel like as well, like the I know how much it meant to you. I think you said that when you first put them on, yeah. you you burst into tears. <laughs> I knew that come up. Yeah, do you know what? I think it's probably happened about seven times. It keeps uh, happening because it's just a really weird feeling. Yeah, something so simple. Um, obviously, when I look at myself, I see lingerie, but then I have nothing on underneath that lingerie to hold everything down. It's all doing it within the lingerie yeah and it was just a really weird thing that all i had to do was pop on the lingerie and it holds everything where it needs to be and i don't have to wear any household tapes or anything or do anything else yeah it's really emotional and it was just i I also think about how many other women around the world are going to get the same feeling so Mm -hmm. every time it just gets really emotional for me you're you're you have to be really proud of yourself to be honest because i feel like this kind of thing so many people probably have like searched it and just not done anything about it and you've done anything and that takes a lot of confidence and i think you're gonna from this like moment on like soar if that makes sense i mean we get tons of messages every day no joke we get them every day like i've just got my lingerie i feel so sexy i feel feminine (laughs) thank you so much oh it means so much um we get messages from parents asking um, about children's lingerie because obviously their kids need it and that is just so heartbreaking for me mm. thinking about you know a 14 year old teenager not having lingerie and going through the experience i've gone through but at such a young age mm. that must be so daunting um 
and you just must feel really left out to not have a simple product and a simple human need really yeah and I, I also love that you've kind of you've gone to the efforts to you know to make them sexy you know to get to, to bring the sex appeal and to make it you know i think yeah, making people feel definitely. sexy is such an empowering thing to do yeah definitely i mean when you transition you know you want to feel you kind of go quite over the top you want to feel really feminine and you want to feel like your true self because you get really excited about it because yeah. you're finally living the life you were supposed to live but then you have to put on a product or make something or wear a tape to hold everything down and then you take your clothes off you don't feel very sexy or you've got mm. to rip some tape off which takes off your skin it's yeah. just not a nice process yeah. and you know we wanted something that just looks like normal cis lingerie is made with cis lingerie fabrics and yeah so that was really important to me in the design process and, I mean I'm super happy with everything and I know every, all my customers so far are happy that's amazing. I'm, I'm I'm so so happy to hear about that. Um, can can we talk a little bit about um, your kind of process of going to recruiting models and things for the runway and for your campaigns? Because mm. I know you um, came up against a few difficulties there. Oh gosh, there's been. I mean, aside from the lingerie brand itself, the actual business has had a lot of issues as well. A lot of people wouldn't work with us because we were a transgender business. Oh gosh, like the, and, yeah, I know. I and. and Besides crying about the lingerie, I was always crying a lot in the evening just because it was just so hard. So, you know, like certain um, like PR companies wouldn't work with us or they would make up stories like, oh, our diary's full. And I'm like, you're the biggest PR company in London. That's horrible. Like you can't, it can't be. And just, there's always been a lot of issues along the way, but I just had to keep thinking about all the other women around the world. You know, there are millions of us. And if I don't do it now, I'm keep pushing through it and maybe it's going to take another 10 years for it to come so I mean it's been hard but for the models we had the same situation so I rang seven of the top agencies in London only one of them had one trans model who was in New York oh, that's that's so frustrating you know that these are supposed I mean, to be the top I, agencies I just don't get it. the top ones I'm not going to name any names right yeah. now but <laughs> it's the top ones and you know, you see them everywhere in the magazines. You see a lot of trans women in the magazines because we're going through that now where, you know, people are starting to accept us and mm. we are being used in magazines. But then I'm like, where where the fuck are they? Because I'm not finding them. Yeah. Gosh, that's it's, it's like, frustrating. I, I, like, honestly, and just like something so simple as finding a model took months. And I didn't get some of my models till like two weeks before. And obviously I had to design all the gowns for the runway, which were corseted. So they were to yeah. fit the models. But then, obviously, I couldn't make them to fit the models because I didn't know who the models were because I couldn't find any. That's so frustrating. And there are so many. I think this is something that people forget sometimes. There are so many trans people out there. Like, it's, 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 oh, it's, it's not a small handful of people. There's so no, many people. I mean, the UK is around 700,000. That's so, that's so many people, you know. And um, then when you go to uh, America, is about 1.4 million. And then all the Asian countries are way in the millions. Yeah. So, I mean, there's millions of us. It's not like there's only a, you know, someone in my office thought there was only like 20,000 trans people in the UK. <laughs> like, people are way off. It's yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's just a lack of information there. That's not their fault. But, yeah, I, I, we just need to make awareness of this, that there are a lot of us, and we do need specific products for us. 
Yeah, I, I, I think it's a representation issue again. You know, I think, I think we're yeah. not, we don't, you know, there's not enough trans representation out there. And but the more we do, and I mean, we're you doing this, yeah, you doing this, you doing your the runways and all the rest of it. Um, you know, that's bringing the representation. That's bringing. The oh, awareness. I mean, it was just amazing the runway. I mean, the models like we were oh. all backstage, and they just felt, you know, they were just like, thank you so much, Carmen. I feel so empowered, and I feel so accepted from being able to walk down that runway, oh, and even myself. Amazing. I felt like I walked through a bubble when I walked on the runway because I actually felt accepted as myself for the first time in four years. Oh, that's beautiful. Like, like it was really weird. Like, it was just amazing. I felt so empowered. And so many of our guests who also weren't transgender just said they felt so empowered because of what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to obviously, I know a lot of guests couldn't attend because our biggest market is overseas. And... I know that when they watch the videos or see the articles, they're going to feel empowered from that, seeing... Mm stuff in the media positive stuff in the media I've, i i have actually seen uh, i've not seen the videos but i have seen um pictures uh, of, of yourself and you look amazing you look like a supermodel and i what i love about yeah. it is how happy and confident and sexy you look and i can tell that you feel that and it's amazing that you know you've you've created a product that has given you and so many other women out there that feeling oh i tell you like the first obviously i've been wearing the lingerie i'm wearing it now i've been wearing it since we started the prototype and um, I would leave the house just in such a good spirit. I'd be like skipping down the street just because of the lingerie, which you just honestly, like, they think I'm being ridiculous or making this up. But honestly, how much it's affected us is just so bad. And you don't realize it until you've got it. And yeah. I just feel so happy. Like I was sitting on my desk and I'm just thinking to myself, I know what I've got under, on underneath. And it feels comfortable. It's not hurting me. It's yeah. not painful. And it's just changed how I am day to day. That's just amazing. Simple lingerie. Well, it's not simple, but <laughs> no. And I and, yeah. and, and and you know what? I you know I feel like I, I even I can relate to that. You know, I put on a sexy pair of underwear when I'm going on a you night out, and I feel hotter. Yeah. I feel more attractive. Save so, the world. Yeah, it's it's yeah. such a, such an important thing. Yeah, I, it's just amazing. It really is, and I just can't wait for everyone to get their orders and stuff. And, 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 what, and, and what is the future of this? Because I know, you, like you said, you sold out in three days when oh, you first put it out. we have a big future. So, tell, I mean, now we have more. the runway collection is online. So um, we've also just launched our um, bralette and bra collection, which matches the panties. So now we've got matching lingerie. Amazing. But the bras have been designed specific for women that are on HRT yeah. um, and have had silicon implants. So they've been designed specific for trans women again. Mm-hmm. Obviously women can wear them too but we have put into thought that process of HRT because you know within 18 months your boobs can grow from a well flat chested up to a C-cut very quick so if you yeah. have to keep buying new bras it'd be quite expensive mm-hmm. so we have put that into consideration that you can wear one of the same size bras for maybe two three cup size because of the fabric we've used mm-hmm. it does allow a stretch until oh, you get to the until you get to the implants and then when the implants come then it's a fabric which is specific for that cup size you've thought of everything <laughs> oh yeah i've been busy <laughs> but, I mean, we have uh, we have a lot of um stuff coming with the carbon lou brand and there will be some new collections of lingerie coming as well as some other things well you have and um, then, events right Yes, we do. So our next event is on the 7th of April, which mm. is a hair and makeup masterclass. Mm. And that's speci- is that and specifically aimed at trans trans women? No, no, anyone can come along. Oh, everyone, just, yeah. It's yeah. basically <laughs> just a makeup masterclass. Um, but there will be more tips about how to make your face maybe look more feminine. Yeah. 
Um, but it's also to give trans women those times that they never had as children where they, you know, stole their sister's makeup or their parents' makeup yeah. and played in makeup. So it's giving us back the years that we never had. Oh, Such a beautiful life. Yeah, yeah, so beautiful. Oh so lovely. You like I, that one? <laughs> I want to go to your next show. Like, definitely. Oh, we'll along. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll we'll be both there. be there. We'll, we'll both be, be there. there. <laughs> yeah, come along. Chant with me. Um, so, Carmen, it's been, it's, been, it's been a pleasure having you here and, and chatting with you. Where, if people want to, you know, check out your lingerie or buy some for, the, for themselves, where, where mm-hmm. can they do that? So that'll be online, and that is www.gicollection.co.uk. Amazing. And if, and if people want to follow you and, you, and, you, and your story as well, is, do you have Instagram yes. or anything like that where we can so follow you? Instagram, yes. So my story is my personal story. Um, it's um, at it's Carmen Lou, L-I-U. And then also the company page, which also links through to my page, is GI Collection UK. Amazing. Well, Carmen, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, We're going to play you out with a little bit of Electric by Lauren Sanderson. Speak to me, sweet, I'm trying. Don't run away from I. Michael, are you ready? For some sex confessions. I'm really excited. (laughs) Me too. It's actually been a while since we've done sex confessions on the show because we've been doing loads of other exciting things. So it's 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 great to bring the sex confessions back. Thank you so much to everyone who has sent one in. Uh, Michael, do you want to dive right in and read the first one for me? Sure. I love wearing shoes in bed, but my partner thinks it's super unhygienic. Need to tell him to lighten up. You get me? (laughs) Uh, I mean, uh, you could have like some special shoes just for the bedroom, you know, like I... I kind of get it because I, I used to date somebody who had a foot fetish and they were major into the whole shoes mm-hmm. in the bedroom kind of thing. But like if you've been for, if you've been like hiking in the forest and you've got like Ugh. mud all over your shoes, you don't yeah. want to bring those in the bed. It ain't coming just... in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think it depends on, on the shoe, you yeah. know, or like even if you're like super into it, maybe just, you know, you wash the sheets after. It's fine. Yeah. You know, like things, things come clean. Yeah. I like I like socks, but shoes. I've never done that. Never done. Never no. done a shoe. Never done. No. It. Oh, I, I feel like every every person I've ever dated has had a very specific fetish. Yeah. I feel like I've I've rifled through them all at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I will read the next one. Okay. More of a question than a confession. Do you like naked attraction? I'm conflicted. Kind of a guilty pleasure. Is this the show where they you just see the person's genitals, and then you. Yeah, um, and then you see their like, and then you, swear you see their faces. And so, stare. do you decide if you want to date them based on their genitals alone? Is that how it works? Yeah. So you see them. Oh, naked. and then you see yeah. their whole body naked, yeah, and then yeah. you see the face last. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I remember being in a hotel room, and this came on, and like me and my friends were like, <laughs> "What is this? When was this on television?" Like, we, I was, I was so shocked. It's crazy. I don't know how I feel about that because, like, I, I, I. I I need a face. I really need a face. You know, there's a lot of guys on Grinder and stuff, and they mm. and, and they just show torso pictures or or or, or, or their other body parts. I'm straight away like face. Yeah, like, I, that's need, the first I thing need I need to see the face quite bluntly actually. Um, face. <laughs> and I know, and I know you get you get to see their face later on, but mm. even still, like making that decision. Yeah. 
backwards. I don't know. I think it's an interesting concept, yeah. and I think it's fun that they're like pushing boundaries because this is on like Channel Four. This is on yeah. like a mainstream and it's channel. Great television. It's yeah. great entertainment. So that's. I'm not. I'm well. not against it. I don't think yeah. it's problematic. I don't. Th- I don't think you should consider it a, a guilty pleasure if you if you enjoy the show. Then enjoy the show. Yeah, <laughs> I've never actually watched it, but I, I, I am kind of tempted. Mm. Especially, you know, I'm, g- I'm guessing they have some like, good-looking people on there. <laughs> I, I like a bit of nakedness, like uh, a little bit from, of nudity. From my memory, the guy was like hairy as hell, and I was like, mm. <laughs> like, like really, really. Hairy. Nothing wrong with a little bit of hair. Mm. Nothing wrong with a little bit of hair. So it's not my preference, but you know, uh, a lot of a lot of people love love a hairy person. Mm. Yeah, they do. They do. It's 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 a thing. It's a thing. Uh, do you want to read the next one, Michael? Yeah. Here you go. I love phone sex. I once had phone sex with my boyfriend at the time, whilst fully fiddling with myself, whilst my cousin ooh, was in the same tent as me on a holiday. Oh my god! In the same tent? Like I'm I'm hoping this was like a big, like proper big family uh, tent, a glamping tent. Yeah, yeah, not just like not a t- like a tiny. Oh no. <laughs> I've because I, I I've I've done both. I've done you know yeah. the big glamping tents at the festivals, but I've also oh, done the like yeah. I've done the one person tent where you like squeeze three people mm. in, and it's it's very intimate, mm-hmm. far too intimate to be having phone sex while your cousin's next yeah, to you. Yeah, no, oh. <laughs> I like phone sex though. That's always been something I like. I don't know if I've ever had phone sex. I've done like I've obviously like done the whole texting, sending nudes, talking dirty kind of thing, but I don't actually think I've ever like sat on the phone while somebody's talked to me and masturbated i don't think i've ever done that well they, you I've might done skype you might, sex you, oh you, i've done that too <laughs> yeah. you might have done it and they could have been wanking you just wouldn't know oh that's true, true yeah that's, i hope yeah. that's never happened i'm i'm, I'm <laughs> the kind i like a brief phone call you know if you're gonna call me yeah tell me what you want yeah. and wrap it up in 30 seconds and Ooh. then go, I, I, i'm not about like just chatting for hours oh I'm, I'm, I'm not here for it <laughs> <laughs> but you know if you enjoy if you enjoy phone sex good for you just make Maybe not with your cousin next to you next time. <laughs> yeah. Would be no, my advice. Yeah, um, we've got one last one. Would you like to read this one as well, Michael? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've such a lovely voice. <laughs> Thank you. I am now fully transitioned and ready for sex and sexy things and feeling bodies. I'm ready. You hear me? Oh, that's amazing. And I think oh. that goes so hand in hand um, with what, you know, Carmen was saying yeah. on the phone there. I think it's so important and it must be difficult you know to be transitioning and then to have that moment of you know what like i'm here now i have this amazing body and i'm ready to use yeah. it and i'm ready to be sexual and i'm ready yeah. to be sexualized as well i think that's yeah. i think that's amazing all i can say is good for you i also like that they've put i'm ready you hear me in yeah. capital letters yeah. just I, to emphasize that i feel they would have said it better than i i did <laughs> I, I just, yeah yeah I yeah tried you, you uh you ruined that a little yeah. bit michael oh, thanks, knew i shouldn't have let you read it <laughs> <laughs> michael that actually um brings us on to the end of our show Ooh. it's gone so quickly nice. it's been so lovely to have you, you here um this is your opportunity to plug yourself you know because you have such an amazing online presence and people should go and follow you um so where and also why no pressure um i talk about important subjects that not enough people talk about you can find me at michael joseph hardwick or go on callum's story yes um, and he's recently posted about me today yes and it should it should be fairly easy to find you i mean michael joseph hardwick is yeah. uh 
sequins yeah <laughs> and you genuinely you genuinely as well when it comes to your fashion you uh, are i think you're so good at putting looks together and thank you. all your pictures are amazing i, I can throw, tell you put a lot of time into I them throw, i actually know i honestly i just put things together very quickly yeah yeah you, you need like, to dress wow. me you need to dress me because okay, i struggle sure. <laughs> I'll do it. it's fine. well it's been a pleasure um having you on the show thank everybody you. should absolutely go and follow you and all the wonderful things um you are doing uh and i'm going to play you out with a little bit of video by Cub Sport. Okay, here we go. You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.